Welcome to the Episcopal Church of the Holy Communion. Thank you for joining us for this sermon. You can find all of our sermons at holycommunion.net and our Facebook, YouTube, and podcast channels. Consider hitting like or subscribe. Consider sharing this sermon with others. It helps us to reach more people like you. We are so thankful to those who support our ministry. You can give today at holycommunion.net backslash give. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, you are my strength and my redeemer. Today's gospel passage begins with a message to all of us, especially to those who wish to follow Jesus and be his disciples. The the passage made us aware of the demands of the salvation, the kingdom of God. What to expect of us if we hope to gain eternal life. Luke begins the passage by telling us about the large crowds that are traveling with Jesus indicating that the salvation is open to all and all are invited to be disciple of Jesus. Because salvation is open to all leads to the assembling of great multitude. It is believed that many of the crowds traveling with Jesus were on pilgrimage to Jerusalem for Passover celebration. Passover is a Jewish holiday celebrated in remembrance of Jesus' Jewish people released from their slavery in Egypt. The point here is that the crowd have no idea that this will be or become Jesus' last journey to Jerusalem before his death on the cross. Many following Jesus was excited about his message of salvation and was drawn to his teaching. The crowd saw the love he has for all people, especially those that are marginalized, the poor, the sick, the outcast, even the sinners. Jesus was not concerned about the size or numbers of crowds following him. He knew their heart. He knew that many are following him for wrong reasons. Jesus' main objective is transforming their lives to lead them towards eternity. To weigh those who are following him for wrong reasons, Jesus spoke directly to the crowd about discipleship. The demands, the cost of following him, and renunciation of your possession. He reminded us that those who are invited must be aware of demands, expectations, and the cost. What stood out for me in this passage There are so many of them, but I'm going to talk about three of them. Three that stood 
out for me. One, demand of discipleship. Second is the cost of discipleship. The last one is renunciation of possession. This becomes Jesus' closing remarks. Addressing the demands of discipleship, Jesus' message is that everyone is invited to be his disciple. But such invitation came with demands. First, whoever comes to me and does not hate father and mother, spouse, children, brothers, sisters, yes, even one's own life, cannot be my disciple. The word hate is harsh in this passage and can be confusing to modern readers. The word love and hate used in the context have to do with choice and priorities. Hate can also mean not choose. As described in Romans 9.13, it says, as it is reading, I love Jacob, but I hate Esau. It means not choosing Esau, but choosing his brother, Jacob. Do you believe that Jesus wants you or us to hate our family, your own self? The answer is no. Jesus is only speaking figuratively. And biblical speech is often extreme just to make a point. I myself can understand that because the culture I came from, this is the way they talk. Harshly, just to make their point across. Jesus will not tell you to reject or hate your family. He wants you to reject or detached from everything that are holding you onto, like emotional and physical, such as fear, insecurity, division. All these prevent us from being his disciples. The cross symbolizes pain and suffering, indicating you must sacrifice yourself and your desire to follow Jesus and have eternal life. Jesus demands accountability, responsibility, and dependence on him alone. As mentioned earlier, as discipleship is open to all, it does not excuse us from responsibility. The cost of discipleship is narrated in two parables. The first parable talks about the cost of building a tower, meaning preparation. The second parable has to do with recognizing who is stronger. The two parables focus on the need to reflect before action.
Both parables indicate one who seeks to follow Jesus must be aware of its demands. When we evaluate the cost of following Jesus, then we will deepen our spiritual lives. Renunciation marks Jesus' closing remark. Jesus reminds us that every one of you who does not renounce all his possession cannot be my disciples. This verse also can be confusing to modern readers. This passage can be translated to mean that discipleship requires to put God first in your life. The renunciation of all your possession means to reject from worldly things that are not going to last and has taken place in your life. I do not want to sound critical of those using social media to make money and attract followers. The, for, the more followers they have, the more people they influ influenced and become idolized. With influence comes the love of money and power to distort the truth. Masses have joined the bandwagon, hoping to be famous. People watching are addicted and believe that they themselves can one day hit the jackpot. Many that miss the mark of becoming successful resort to uncertain practices. This, to be this disciple of Jesus, you must pledge loyalty to him and put Jesus first above all things. Jesus' followers should give freely and help those who are in need. That's what Jesus is talking about. We need, if you have wealth, help the needy. Refugees, poor. If you are blessed with money and possession, use it as a tool for service, not trophy to be cherished. To renounce all your possession means all earthly attachment that prevents you not fully committed in serving Jesus. Our possession will not last forever. Why hold on to something that will someday disappear? Instead, we are to use our possession to bring honor and glory to God. The question is, what is Jesus saying to us? Jesus is saying to us we must deny self, selfish will, accept own cross, embrace God's will not matter the cost, and follow Jesus wherever he shall lead. Jesus is saying to us that salvation is open to all, that being disciple of Jesus is costly. Jesus reminds us that discipleship may not be entered lightly. Discipleship is a life-changing decision. It requires commitment. The way each person responds to the call 
to follow Jesus is different. It can take less time for some or lifetime for others to see the effect of their decision. We are called to put our faith in, in a process that is unknown to us. Being a disciple of Jesus is a process. But we are not alone. God is with us and is guiding us during this process. Jesus is saying to you, to us, if you hold on to my teaching, you are really my disciple. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.